Hi and welcome to the podcast brought to you by Argus Media, a leading independent provider of energy and commodity pricing information. In this episode of Metal Movers, we talk about the European safeguard quotas and their impact on the market. My name is Xinhua Xie, the global editor for Argus Ferris Markets at Argus Media, and I'm joined by Laura Stoyanova, um, my deputy editor on AFM, and my senior reporter, Elena Grebenu. In the last few weeks, we have seen a change, a shift in trade flows as um European buyers to recalibrate and, and look, review their, their buying habits with the Russian steel import ban in mind. Um, Laura, what are your views on, on how the market has reacted to this? Um, okay, so uh, let's start with uh, what happened in uh, March. Uh, so the Commission banned imports of Finnish steel products uh, from Russia. Uh, and yeah, Russia has been a very important supplier um, of Finnish steel and also of semi-finished steel um, in Europe over the years, even though there have been um, anti-dumping duties on like many of their products. Um, and yeah, particularly for HRC and flat products, uh, Russia has been a very important player in Northern, Central and Eastern Europe. Um, so with uh, the ban, uh, the European Commission gave uh, a three-month grace period uh, on imports from Russia. So that meant that contracts concluded before 16th of March would have until the 17th of June to be delivered. Um, and then what the Commission also did was that it redistributed uh, Russian and Belarusian uh, safeguard quotas to other suppliers based on their market share. Um, so the market reacted very quickly to the ban and just to the conflict um, in Ukraine in general. Um, European mills increased their offers um, by the day, almost by the hour in some cases, um, as they were unsure what their production costs would look like, what their raw material costs would be. Um, and in addition, they were receiving uh, demand from European buyers as they were uh, panic buying uh, because they were afraid that there would be a shortage of material in Europe. Um, so as a result, uh, European HRC prices um, increased by around 500 euro in a matter of just a few weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, the market is still sort of coming to terms with um, what's happened uh, the dust hasn't fully settled yet, I would say. And Elena, I mean, how are you seeing um, the, the ban on Russian steel and, and Belarusian steel um, affect the market? Uh, so uh, it uh, has affected uh, mostly long products uh, because uh, Belarus and uh, Russia supplied a lot of uh, rebar and fire to Europe. And... Um, uh, we see, we've seen that Belar uh, Belarusian banks were also sanctioned and excluded from the financial system. So uh, this affected most of all the Baltic region and the nearby countries in Europe uh, because uh, they uh, uh, used to cover their rebar, mostly rebar needs uh, from Belarus and some, some from Russia. and. Uh, they uh, rushed to seek new uh, overseas suppliers uh, 
uh, and despite Russian and Belarusian allocations were redistributed, as Laura mentioned, uh, they faced other issues. Uh, for instance, European mills limited production amid disruptions in uh, semis and raw material supplies and energy cost surge. So we've seen that uh, prices for longs uh, increased by more than 300 euros uh, within the month, and many buyers were willing to pay 25% duty to, to receive any material. And uh, that's why they, uh, they rushed to import from Turkey, because uh, many producers, they had uh, required certifications uh, to export to Germany, Benelux, and other countries. And uh, so for rebar, this was the main indicator why they preferred to, to import from, from Turkey. So in terms of, say, Europe's um, steel safeguard quotas, um, they are, I guess, we're seeing some sort of countries' quotas filling up a bit slower and others being exhausted. Um, have you, what are your views on, on, you know, what we can expect with these quotas going forwards? Uh, so, uh, as for the quota, so on the, uh, in early April, uh, Turkish riba and virot quotas were exhausted immediately, and we've seen that the other quotas reached critical level in early April. So, but um, we've seen uh, that uh, some suppliers, uh, in Tur not only in Turkey, they. Uh, uh, started to explore opportunities. So we've heard about many offers from UAE and from other GCC suppliers, for instance, and uh, we expect that uh, these uh, volumes uh, will be replaced with other sources too. So, but uh, the only issue is uh, long lead times from from GCC, long lead times from GCC than from Turkey. So that's why probably, uh, so we've seen larger quotas. So I would say that uh, Europe should uh, revise uh, quotas and uh, increase allocation for Turkey because uh, with all these restrictions, this will be the main source for, for, for Europe, for many European customers now. Thanks, Helena. And Laura, how are you seeing these safeguards play out on, on flats? Well, different than for longs for sure um so for hrc um so yeah the quotas were set on the first of april um and for hrc uh the take-up of the quota has been um slower than in previous uh quarters um but uh you know something that this is a an indicator of um, slow demand in Europe, uh, but it's not the full picture because the um, differential between uh, import prices and local prices back in the day when the deals for um, April delivery for April customs clearance were concluded, um, the differential was not uh, wide enough. Um, and yeah, right now I think Apart from uh, some HDG uh, quotas, for example, auto-grade uh, Chinese um, galvanized, um, Korean galvanized, um, no other um, flat uh, safeguard quotas have been uh, exhausted. Um, and uh, it also shows, I think, that the market uh, for flats has been 
um, quite uncertain um, over the first few months of the year. Um, and, you know, the market confidence of uh, buyers um, has not been particularly strong. Um, so, yeah, people just prefer to buy on a short lead time from European mills rather than import on uh, long lead times uh, from, say, Asia um, when, you know, the price was not much uh, lower than the European price. So the safeguards are currently being reviewed, um, you know, what are your thoughts on, um, you know, how this is going to affect um, the, the longs and flats markets? Um, so on flats, uh, so yeah, the quotas are being reviewed uh, and uh, after the 1st of July, they will be um, in a different structure or form, different volumes. Uh, something like this. The most important change for the flats market uh, will probably be uh, the list of excluded countries. Uh, so um, Vietnam is almost certainly going to be taken off that list. So the, the safeguard quotas are going to start um, being applicable to it. And uh, that makes a big uh, difference for the galvanized market again, because Vietnam has been um, the only origin of galvanized uh, steel that is free of safeguards, free of duties, free of any sort of, um, you know, uh, things that stop it from being imported. Um, and uh, it would be interesting to see what other countries get taken off that list. I think Egypt might be taken off as well. Uh, because uh, they have also exceeded the 3% threshold uh, for HRC, um, which, you know, determines if a country, if a developing country is excluded. If its share is lower than 3% um, of European imports and it's a developing country, then it's excluded from the uh, safeguards. But yeah, Egypt is now uh, at 8. 4% share um, as of 2021. Um, and uh, yeah, it would be interesting also to see how the Commission um, takes into account uh, the, well, Russia and Ukraine's absence from the market um, in respect to the anti-dumping investigation it's currently doing um, on Turkish and Russian galvanized steel. Uh, but yeah, we'll know more about this over the summer. Thanks, Laura. Um, Elena? In the longs market, uh, I suppose that if all European mills continue facing all these issues as uh, resourcing uh, feedstocks, Europe should revise other quotas, first of all. And uh, we, I, I suppose that many uh, suppliers from GCC, from Northern Africa, they will be able to to replace all these volumes and all uh, to cover needs of European suppliers. Thank you both. I, I guess we can look forward to, to seeing how this plays out in terms of um, how trade flows um, adapt and you know change in the coming months. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please tune in to our other episodes to learn about the metals market. For more information about European steel safeguards, please visit argusmedia.com. Thank you. Mm-hmm.